So over the past several months, while I was uh, preparing for ordination, uh, several people asked me, are you nervous about giving your first homily? Several months ago, I said no. <laughs> Last night, I was terrified, better at 7.15, or 7.30, and uh, still a little nervous now. But we'll get through it. One of the great pleasures of formation um, was homiletics, learning about giving homilies. One of our assignments was to interview several parish members uh, and our pastors to see what they thought was a good homily and what they did not like about homilies. It was a great experience. We were supposed to talk to three or four people, I think. I talked to about 15 because it was just really good feedback. So Father Meyer said, be a man of prayer. If you are a man of prayer, you will give great homilies. And I've been praying like crazy, so we're good there. Father Mayen said to focus on one subject. Great advice. My children said, do not read your homily. Because, and I, had, I got notes, so I'm not reading. Um, and my brother-in-law said, I like at the end of the homily to be challenged for something to do over the next week or so. And then there was an underlying current. They all thought it was really important to keep it short. <laughs> so we're going to do what we can. So in keeping with uh, Father Mayen's suggestion, I have one thing you want you guys to come away from this homily with this morning. Are we ready to love those who hate us? Are we ready to love those who hate us? In today's gospel, James and John were not ready to love those who hated them. When the Samaritan village, and of course we all know the Samaritans and the Jews hated each other. When they rejected Jesus, they asked if they could kill them all. Right? They said, Lord, let us call down the fire and wipe them out. And they probably got that, that reference from the book of Kings. We all know about Elijah calling down the fire on the altar. And then he went and killed 450 false prophets. So Jesus said there was a greater than Elijah here. So they thought that meant, well, let's call down fire and just kill thousands. And Jesus turned and rebuked them probably said something like, I've been with you all this time and you just are not getting this. The message is, you have to love those who hate you if you want to be my disciple. Just three chapters earlier in Luke, that's what Jesus was trying to explain to them. Pray for those who persecute you. Love those who hate you. And I believe Jesus is telling us that today. I think those words are really prophetic for this weekend. I don't know about all of you, but I think that um, Friday was a, a life-changing day for me. Friday was historic. Millions of hours of prayer, peaceful protest, led to the overturning of Roe versus Wade. 
something I told several people as we talked over the weekend, I didn't think I'd ever see in my lifetime. That it was a fight worth fighting, but I would have said I never would have seen that. Praise God. But we do have to be aware that there are those who hate us and hate us for our attitude about the dignity of human life. So I was speaking to, um, yesterday, to a, a, couple, a couple of parishioners, a couple, who had come to ordination uh, and talking to them uh, after Mass last night. And I said, you know, I was a little concerned about using the word hate. That's a very strong word for your first homily. And they said, well, it's appropriate. You know, because on the way back from ordination, they got in front of, in traffic, um, a clearly pro-choice person or family who were cussing at them, making obscene gestures, telling them, we hope you die. So we really do have people who hate us because we love life. So what do we do with that? I was talking with another friend this morning. We were just talking about, in general, the states. And, you know, the fight is certainly not over. Different states are going to have different views of this. And this good friend of mine jokingly said, I just hope California drops off into the ocean. Something we all have maybe said something similar. But isn't that what James and John said? We just need to get rid of all these people. And that is not the answer. That is not what Jesus is telling us in the gospel today. I really believe that what Jesus is telling us to do, and us as a parish, continue to love those women who have gotten into an unexpected pregnancy, who are concerned and worried and scared to death about how they're going to care for this child. We need to be there to support and to love those people. We need to love and support those who have made that decision and have had abortions in the past. Our reaction to that has to be forgiveness and healing. We need to be respectful of others. Even if they're following behind us, giving us obscene gestures, yelling profanities, we have two choices. We could return that hate with hate, or say a quiet prayer, asking the Lord to bless them and somehow let him know, let them know he loves them. And maybe you don't have a problem with um, confronting or being confronted about Roe versus Wade. But you probably have somebody else in your life who's making you miserable. Maybe it's your boss who's just not a kind person. Maybe it's a coworker who is trying to get you fired so that they can have your job. Maybe it's a bully at school and you're just enjoying this time off this summer because you don't have to face that person every day. Or maybe it's just somebody else. We all have somebody in our lives who's making us miserable. And we have a choice every day. We can return that 
mistreatment with mistreatment, that hate with hate. Or we can make a decision to love that person as best we can in that moment. So, as my brother-in-law suggested, I'm going to leave this morning with a challenge. For this week during your prayer time, your silent prayer time, that Father Meyer talks to us about all the time, take a moment and talk to God about who is making you miserable, who is mistreating you or bringing hate into your life. And then just, take, then just be quiet. Listen to how God would like you to respond to that. And then in the end, do whatever he tells you.